0: Welcome Initiate! You have now entered the Stampede Network! Before we begin, take a few seconds to tap into your awareness. Scan your body, shut off your mind, and get ready to level up. Let's rock! Yo, 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 welcome to the Stampede Network podcast and the YouTube. So in this one, I'm going to be talking about leadership styles from some of the greats throughout history. So that's going to be people like Jesus Christ. It's going to be Marcus Aurelius, Alexander the Great, Julius Caesar. And I'm going to tell you how I've implemented those lessons into my life and some of the leadership lessons that I've learned getting my company from zero to seven figures in about a year and a half. And you know, when I started out, I was literally living in my parents' basement trying to figure this out. So, honestly, I wasn't that good of an entrepreneur, and still, I have a lot to learn. But you know, the fact that I've gotten it to this point through leadership alone, through communication, uh, the ability to make content, marketing, all that stuff—that should say enough, you know. And it really comes down to people at the end of the day, at the end of the day, because that's what business is. So let's hop into it. So I got some bullets here. I took down some of the most important lessons that um, each of these people exhibited in their life. So let's go straight into Jesus. So with Jesus, his number one trait is that he led by example, right? So Jesus Christ is literally the best marketer of all time, like of all time. Think about that. The dude, what he taught, what he showed is still being spoke about until this day and people go to church every sunday to experience it you know that is marketing at its peak it's a transformation it's a way of living and that's really what it was is he led by example by being the transformation of what people can be right and so many people want to tell, tell, tell. And I've, listen, I've done this too, where I pump out content of all these ideas, all these concepts, all these things. But it's like, at the end of the day, if I'm not embodying it, am I even a leader? It's like, what are they leading? Are they, are they leading a person? Or are they just leading an idea? So you can have a vision, but you also have to be the one who walks that vision. You want to lead from the front. So if you don't embody what you're talking about, it's just being a hypocrite and it's going to fall upon, you know, just, I don't know what the phrase is going to be that I was about to say. But <laughs> point is, is you got to embody what you talk about. Like if you talk it, you got to walk it. And so, you know, I, I made that mistake too to point and that's what leads to imposter syndrome. And When you look in the mirror and you go, man, I feel like I'm not living up to this. And you're not because you're talking about ideas and subjects that you probably don't even know about. Like I've done it before. Another thing imposter syndrome can come from though is just feeling like you're not worthy of the position you're in. Because if you have a lot of success in a short amount of time, you're going to realize that it's hard for you to wrap around your head your head around that. And I experienced that too. You look in the mirror and you're like, is this really for me? Are these blessings for me? But, you know, if you're experiencing them, they're meant to be there because they're there. And there's no other explanation for that. So next, what we can learn from Jesus is that you want to empower your team. So Jesus and his disciples, each of them was empowered to be a leader. All right. Leaders create leaders. That's just plain and simple. I do this with my team. Right, Everyone in the Stampede Network is doing some sort of self-improvement. We're all working out. We're all working on our minds, our spirits. We're all improving our skills. We're all getting better at what we do. Because if we don't do that, we can't raise up as a collective. And that's the whole point is you know, as a leader, you have to foster this culture of improvement and development in every single person who's involved. Because you're only as strong as... The weakest link and we've all heard that before so next jesus showed compassion and empathy and that's one of the things is there's a difference between a boss and a leader see a boss is going to stand there and yell and all types of things and they normally rule out a fear but a leader shows the way and they take the blunt of all of the fear because they're the one at the front everyone's just following that person Right? And so, when you can show compassion, empathy, and humility as a leader and understand what people are going through, understand their fears, and this happens by talking to them and listening to them, asking them questions. And more importantly, when you're empowering them, do it for their sake. It's not just for the business, it's not for the organization, it's none of that. It's just for their sake. And so, leadership really is not that complicated. It's just wanting to help people. It's wanting what's best for them and wanting to help them get there. And you have to truly just desire that. And I really don't think there's a better way to do that than to just start. Like go out tomorrow and just make one person's day better. That's it. Because I promise you, once you do it, it's addicting. And it creates an avalanche in your life that just never stops once you get it rolling. Next. Talk about Marcus Aurelius. He's one of my favorites, one of my favorite philosophers of all time. Um, But yeah, he's the creator of Stoicism. If you don't know what Stoicism is, it's basically an orientation of taking yourself from being the effect of the world to being the cause of your world. And experiencing things from experiencing things from the internal point of view instead of being a victim to circumstances. So that's basically what stoicism is. But from Marcus, you can learn to lead with integrity. Right? So he was honest, he had integrity, and what this does is it gives you the trust and respect of the people. Like if you do what you say you're gonna do, and you can hear my other podcast or watch my YouTube video on the power of your spoken word. When you say something, it is word. It is a creation. And so going back on that or bailing on it or just not following through with that, not only are you lying to yourself, you're lying to the people around you. And so that's going to destroy all integrity. So if you say, do, don't do say anything unless you're going to do it. That's the bottom line. If you're going to do something, if you if you say you're going to do something, do it. If you're not going to do it, don't say it. False promises will break trust. They'll destroy respect for you. And it's something that you just have to experience for yourself. Hopefully you don't. Hopefully you just watch me right now and you go, okay, I'm not doing that. <laughs> but, you know, you have to learn that. So that's, that's one of the most important things I can say. Next is to, again, lead by example. So, Marcus was doing the same as Jesus. He led by example. He showed people what is possible, and he didn't ask people to do things that he wouldn't do himself. And this is just the cornerstone of a good leader, right? There's going to be people who are better at you in skills. For example, my business, my marketing team is a lot better at some things than I am. And, you know, that's cool. But... I would still attempt to do them even if they weren't there. That being said, they're there because they're better than me at it, right? And so you have to recognize that. But unless you give it a go, unless you try it on your own, then it's hard to even lead a group of people in your organization who are doing different tasks than you if you don't know what is really going on because how do you judge whether they're doing a good job or not? So that's something you want to keep in mind. Next, we got Julius Caesar. So Julius, what you can learn from him is to be decisive. Dude was crazy. He was a wild leader, but he was one of the most decisive leaders of all time. He's making quick decisions, which helped him achieve his goals and gain the trust of his soldiers. And so the best way to really get good at decision-making and quick decision-making if you need to is start to meditate, eat clean, work out, And tap into that feeling of your gut. Your gut is constantly telling you what you need to do and where you need to go next. And quick decisions come from just trusting your gut. Having that clairvoyant ability to see what you want to do next. And so if you tap in your gut, if you learn how to be present with it and just trust yourself, and this is going to happen from like just one step at a time right so the smaller things you do the more you can trust yourself on the little stuff the more you're going to trust yourself on the big stuff and so just take it one step at a time really open yourself up to gut decision making don't try and plan some things because plans really never they never go how you think they're going to go it's a framework but within that framework there's going to be different paths that happen as you get to that end goal right you can have a start and a finish but it's gonna look like this before you get there. There's just all types of winding paths. And so those gut decisions, being able to say, oh, this way, this way, this way, this way, it gets you the goal faster than sitting here and debating whether you should go this way or this way first. They both get you the finish line. You just gotta make a decision of which one is gonna resonate most in this moment, which one's the most efficient, and which one is gonna get you closer and resonates more with who you actually are. It's that simple. I've always been really good at gut decisions. And for me, it's just come from not having a fear of the result, right? So I've had a fear of uncertainty in the past, but it's like once you just start to embrace that life is uncertain on its own, it makes it a lot easier. I've never really overthought whether it's from a place of stupidity or whatever, but I've never really like overthought about my next decision. It was just never a part of me. I never worried about it. And so if that is you, what I will say is just orient yourself to right now because right now is the only thing you can control anyway. Next, you want to take calculated risks. You see in leadership, there's this quick decisions and then there's the big decisions. Big decisions, you definitely want to strategize a bit more and weigh the pros and cons of each because what happens is with those bigger ones, the outcome of it is going to drastically change the whole thing, right? So Julius, when he did it, this is what allowed him to expand his empire and solidify his power. So how can you make some better decisions, some bigger, better decisions? Well, you can use things like the 80-20 rule. So what is this? It's basically saying, what are the 20% of things that will get you 80% of results? So what are the big movers? What are the fundamentals? And if you can break most things down to the fundamentals and the big movers, that's how you actually get results, all right? So focus on the big levers that you need to pull to get the results because you don't want to run around doing all types of just little levers. You want to do a few big ones that get you to the end result faster with the least amount of effort. It's called the – I think it's the Pareto principle um, or law of spezzatura. It's one of those. You can look it up. I can also make a video on it, so let me know if you want to. But basically, um, yeah, do, do the most of what you can with the least amount of effort, and that's going to help you make those calculated risks. Also weigh the cons, like what's at risk when you do this? And then if you can decide what you're worth, what you're okay with risking, and if it's worth the outcome, that's how you can make the decision. But I also recommend getting a journal and writing it out in front of you so you can visually see it. So if it's stuck in your subconscious mind, it's hard to make that full decision. But if you can get it consciously in front of you, that's going to change the whole game. And then finally, from Julius, is learn to be adaptable. As I said, I don't really need to go into detail with this one, but with the quick decision making, you're going to have random things pop up. You got to be able to adapt to it and ask yourself in that moment. So next thing that comes up that surprises you, I want you to ask this and just do this throughout the day. Ask yourself, how can I use this situation, this moment right now to my advantage? And that's what adaptability is, right? Because you're going to get things thrown at you, but it's like, how do you use it? That's all that matters. And so if you can do that, there's there's no such thing as an, obsto- as an obstacle because an obstacle becomes just a step to get to where you're going. And it actually can help you do that. So think about it that way. Our final leader here we have is Alexander the Great. What the hell just happened? Big Alex is my favorite of all time. So, (laughs) yeah, dude, Alexander the Great is probably my favorite leader throughout history, more so than Marcus Aurelius. But the one issue you need to learn from Alexander the Great is he didn't know when to stop and he didn't know how to solidify what he already had. So this dude literally conquered pretty much the whole world by the age of 26. But it fell apart immediately when he got killed in battle because he didn't know how to stop and he didn't know how to solidify and strengthen what he had already conquered. And so this dude was too aggressive and he was aggressive to a fault and it was all ego based. And so you want to make sure you have that sense of groundedness. That's why meditation and just controlling your mind, mindfulness in general is so important because – if you don't have that, you're going to just be making rash decisions and it's different than quick decisions. Quick decisions are gut. Rash decisions are one that are out of, those are out of ego. That's aggression. That's things that just prop you up and that's a lot of what it was because he was conquering the world. For what reason? None other than to just conquer the world, right? There's there's not really a why behind it. So that's a huge point to bring up too is with leadership, make sure you have a huge why Because the why is not only what drives you, it's gonna drive your people. If you don't know where you're going and why you're going there, then there's no reason to go anywhere at all. So make sure you get clear on your why. Write that one down. But something you can learn from Alexander is to lead from the front. The dude was on the battlefield, right? So (laughs) when you're a leader showing the way, being the example, people are going to follow. It's the same as Jesus. It's, it's the exact same principle. He led from the front. So again, like if you want to be a good leader, I do this myself after having to drill it in my own head thousands and thousands of times. If I want to be a good leader and you want to be a good leader, you must become the marketing and you must become the message. What you speak about, you must already live because you can't lead people to a place of truth if you're living in lies. Remember that. Next, be strategic. He carefully planned his battles, which helped him achieve his goals. So it's like, if you know you're gonna go into a or situation where the odds are all stacked against you, but there's an alternative where the odds are not stacked against you, you should probably go with the alternative. Right, just take a calculated risk. There's a different situation with back against the wall than I could move over here and I could do something else that would get me an advantage. Strategy is the ability to, is the ability to see a bunch of steps forward before they happen in different possible routes. It's like clairvoyance, right? So, think of chess. Someone could make one move and you can make another move and you can make a couple more and they could go to a couple places or this could happen and that can happen or whatever. But it basically comes down to your imagination. So, you know, think about what could happen. What are the possibilities? And that's really like how to be a good strategist. And then you just give it a structure and you put it together. So it becomes steps, right? So it's like, what's the end result? Where are you at? What are the steps that get you there? And how can you get to each of those steps in the most efficient way? That's strategy. And then finally, just like all the other leaders, is Alexander. He knew how to give some speeches, bruh. Dude could speak. And so he knew how to empower people. If you can empower people... You're chilling. That's literally what my whole plan. I have. I'm almost at like six hundred thousand followers now. It's all come from empowering people. I even did a video. And you can see it pinned on my TikTok. There's nothing on the screen at all other than some captions, and all I do is I have people visualize and close their eyes and imagine a, a scenario. And if you look at the comments, it's changing people's lives. It's changing everything they see in themselves in the world and it comes down to just helping people see new possibilities that's what inspiring people is that's what empowering people is you want to take them out of what they're seeing right now in the physical world and you want to help them see this unseen world see what's possible be a visionary and so when you're talking to someone acknowledge where they're at that's how you enter their world and understand but you also want to show them that it is possible, show them what's possible, and then you help walk them there. And that's what true leadership is, right? And I know that I really can say that I'm really good at that. So if you follow those principles, I promise you, you're going to be a way better leader. You'll be able to lead yourself. And if you look at this holistically, everything that I've talked about, it all starts with you. It all starts with you becoming a better leader. You see, at the beginning of my business, I was struggling to lead myself, and so that's why I wasn't getting any results. When I finally had success, when I started having you know thousands of dollars a day coming in sales with the Stampede Network, so I finally brought on a team because although we were making money, it was starting to go down the amount of sales, and so it's like dang, I need to get some people in here who are better at this than I am. And so when I hired on my team, they took over, you know, some of the ad side of things. But what happened is that I took my foot off the brake. And what happens there is it affects the whole culture, right? So if the leader takes their foot off the brake, then everyone takes their foot off the brake, right? It's not their job to drive my vision. It's their job to help me drive the vision, But I have to be the one on the steering wheel. You see, and that's your job as the leader. Once I made that shift, once I started realizing that, okay, I have to hold myself responsible. I have to be accountable for my actions. I have to live up to the standards that I'm expecting of everybody else. Once I did that, we started just skyrocketing in growth. I mean, we're doing six figures a month, right? And a year and a half ago, I had nothing. I had five hundred bucks in my bank account. I'm seriously. I wasn't even that good of an entrepreneur doing this, but I knew how to lead. I knew how to have a vision. I knew how to communicate, and I knew how to make content, and I knew how to create a product. Is that simple? Because what those are, those are, those are eternal marketing skills. It's the ability to just bring a message to the marketplace, and wear it represent it, show it, have stories, communicate it, use your imagination to help spread it. That is the eternal business skills. So anyway, this video was about leadership. If you take all these things that I talked to you about, I promise you without a doubt, you can radically change your life in the next month, two months, three months. But just consciously implement all those things and first implement them on yourself before you try and do it on other people. Because again, you can't lead people to truth from a place of lies. Remember that. On that note, thanks for tuning in. Drop a comment of what you'd like to see next. Subscribe, share, follow me at Mason Core everywhere. And I will see you in the next episode. Peace. Thank you for your support Initiate. Signing off now. Goodbye.